Well, his asking price was 6.7, and, and I heard on the grapevine that Dan was the one who set these values for these guys. I think some of these asking prices are just fucking outrageous. <laughs> I did not set these. A website said this. Yeah, that's true. I have no, not offered that one is player cap. over what he's asking. All right, welcome to the 26th episode of the Gridiron Podcast. It's your host, Colin Scully, as usual, joined by my good friend, Evan Mullings, today. How are everybody? Good, good. How are you, Colin? Oh, I'm just wonderful. Just dandy. Uh, Newman, how are you doing today, my good friend? I am. I feel blessed. It's a good day. Although, it's a fucking snow on Friday. It's just looming. Just disastrous. And Dan, how are you today, Mr. Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, can't complain. I'm not upset about the snow on Friday. Uh, hopefully my quiz gets pushed to Monday because of the snow. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting a foot of snow. Sounds good. Well, Colin is venturing to go at his roommate in. So Dan, uh, will throw it over to you to take the lead here of this pod. Yeah. So, oh, I can share my screen. Go. So we plan to have this type of pod. Um, and I'll explain what it is. Like a couple weeks ago, we kept putting it off. Um, but basically, we obviously have the power rankings. Um, and we decided to do a final 32 power ranking, kind of like we did with college football with the final 25, uh, as you can kind of see over here on the left, if you could see the graphic. Um, but basically, I think we're going to start from 32 and work our way up. Um, and we're going to break it into four segments and we'll kind of highlight teams. Uh, I have some certain questions for the guys, but basically, yeah, this is our final 32 for the NFL. So we'll get into it. Um, so coming in at number 32 is the New York Giants, uh, 31 Jacksonville Jaguars, 30 Detroit Lions, 29 Houston Texans, 28 the New York Jets, 27 Carolina Panthers, 26 Chicago Bears. 25 Atlanta Falcons and 24 the Washington Commanders. Um, I was looking back at my notes when everyone sent this, they were still the football team. So that's how long ago this was. Um, I guess notes here. Um, I'm clearly the highest on the jets. Um, I think towards the end of the year, what Zach Wilson was doing warrants them having that high of a, a power ranking, but I'm not going to say that your guy, you guys are wrong for having them at 29 and 28. So um, by everything else, I mean, it's the bottom tier. They suck. All these teams are fucking dumpster fires. I'm just, yeah. I'm so disappointed that Evan did not join us in putting New York at the very bottom. I mean, they're QB sneaking on their own five. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, see the I have fucking Washington and Houston, the Sim. Ugh. Yeah. I've got uh, Chicago, Carolina. Is jo- Okay. Is Joe Judge not like, like the worst well he's fired now but he, he was by far he, he's got to be like the worst coach of football and yet we bring, we decided to bring him in to like run the offense next year it's like what are why bill why are you bringing this guy back i thought he was back in a special teams role well no he's gonna be like he's like right now 
they haven't offensive hired assistant. He's like their main offensive guy. Mm-hmm. You think this guy knows how to run an offense? I'm worried for Mac if, if Joe Judge is trying to help him. I don't think he'll be the OC, but like he used to be the wide receivers coach, so he knows how the system works. It's not like he was just a special teams guy. Like this guy was the wide receiver mm-hmm. coach in New England before going to New York. So he is an offensive guy, as much of a drill sergeant defensive guy as he may seem, but um I don't think he gets the OC job. I, I don't think that will happen. Um, so with this bottom tier, I had two questions to ask, and there'll be a, two questions for each tier that we do. Um, the first question is going to be, which of these teams was the most disappointing? And then which team is going to be the next Cincinnati and is going to make a Super Bowl run? Um, uh, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I would say Washington was probably the most disappointing for me. I had them in the playoffs. Uh, if there was a team that I saw being Cincinnati, whoo, uh, not much to pick from. I'd probably have to just go with Washington again, uh, kind of depending on how their quarterback situation plays out. I know they're heavily attached to Jimmy G. I acquired them. I think if they had Jimmy G in real life, uh, they could win possibly double digit games with some tinkering of this roster. Um, so I guess Washington would be my answer for both. For me, uh, I, I agree. I had Chicago and Washington in my playoffs um, last year. So you could easily say both of those. Uh, I would shout out Carolina. I mean, I think it was, if I could shout out a player who was very disappointing, it would probably be Sam Darnold. I mean, he just did not really work out again uh, for Carolina. A uh, team that I see maybe be in the future, um, Cincinnati, as Dan puts it. I'd say probably um, if Washington can get a quarterback, probably them. But I do like what Chicago has. I think like Newman, like Newman went out and got Godwin in the sim, which we all agreed was was really a good move. Um, they have the best quarterback on this list, uh, or the quarterback I feel most comfortable with with surrounding pieces right now. Uh, so I do think Chicago could surprise people, especially if Rodgers leaves next year at Green Bay. Um, so that would so be my answer, probably. Yeah, I think I have to agree with you. I think Washington was probably the most disappointing. You know, they make that playoff run uh, and before falling to Brady in the first round last year. And then, you know, that defense gets so much hype and they kind of just laid an egg this year, uh, which is pretty disappointing to see. Carolina certainly disappointing after that three zero start. Evan had them, you know, as high as four in the the power rankings, and look where well, they ended my, up. Probably my worst take in uh, the one year history of Clubhouse. And yeah, Iron. <laughs> pretty 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 poor. Um, Sam Darnold costing them eighteen mil this year. I could not find a way to move him in the sim, so <laughs> I have decided to bring in another quarterback to compete with him, uh, which may go through tomorrow morning. That'd be fantastic. Um, um, I think for as far as the next Bengals, I'd probably have to go with Chicago. I really like Justin Fields. Now, if they can surround him with a couple new weapons, I think obviously Allen Robinson probably hitting the road. Um, but especially if, you know, Aaron Rodgers leads the division or decides to retire, I think that division now becomes wide open. I know Minnesota is probably going to be a, a good competitor, but I think Chicago has the defense uh, and a fresh coach. You know, you never know what could happen. Um, so I like Chicago. Um, my most disappointing was actually the Giants. Um, this was a team some people thought could maybe compete for the division beginning of the year, and they end up as the worst team in the NFL. Um, QB sneaking on your own nine yard line or five yard line, whatever it was. Um, 
just an absolutely dumpster fire of a season. Saquon gets hurt. Daniel Jones gets hurt. Um, and now you have the whole debacle of the Brian Flores stuff, even though that's the off season, it's just a complete mess for what some people thought could maybe be a division winner. So that's my most disappointing team. And my most likely to win the Super Bowl is definitely going to be looked upon as asinine and it's going to be the New York jets. Um, I oh. like Zach Wilson. I like Robert Salah. You have two early first round picks. They have a lot of young talent on this team. I don't think a lot of people realize how much talent is on this offensive line with Makai Becton and um, Elijah Vera Tucker. You have two first round picks. Maybe you use one of them. Uh, you have Elijah Moore and Corey Davis as your receivers, and this defense is going to play well. I, I could totally see them next year with some cap space uh, draft picks. I could totally see them making a run kind of like the Bengals were. They have the quarterback. Oh. They have all the pieces. I mean, I, Dan, I, you I know, actually I, like this take. I wish I had them in the sim. I personally would have to push back on that because, and I, you know, I think it's, it's a fair point. My response would be, you look at the uh, current teams, you look at the current teams in the AFC. I just, that was part of my rationale to pick an NFC team, just because we all, we had all talked about kind of the NFC being more open than the AFC, uh, you know, and who's to say Zach Wilson can't develop into somebody like that eventually. But I just think right now, like, it's going to be tough to beat Cincy. It's going to be tough to beat Kansas City. It's going to be tough to beat Buffalo. It's going to be tough to beat the Chargers. I assume they'll be back next year. Um, I'm missing a team. I, I know I am. So, um, I just – well, I agree that they have some money and they have some draft picks and, like, it could totally happen. But I just think it's the Jets and they always fuck this type of shit up. Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah. I agree. Uh, like to a point, like it's the jets. I like, I really, as much as I believe this is my pick, it, it's still the jets and it's hard to get by, but I, maybe I'm just a Zach Wilson believer. He was really good at the end of the year. Um, good momentum going into the off season. Um, I just really like what they have to offer. So I guess we'll have to see who comes out of this dumpster fire of a category. So, um, mm-hmm. Anyway, if no one ha- no one else has anything, we can move on to the next year. Yeah. All right. Uh, so coming in at 23 would be the Seattle Seahawks, uh, 22 Denver Broncos, 21 Cleveland Browns, uh, 20 Baltimore Ravens, 19 New Orleans Saints, 18 Miami Dolphins, uh, 17 the Pittsburgh Steelers, and 16 the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I feel like a lot of these teams is just very up and down years. And that's probably what you see in this uh, section of the 32 teams in the NFL. Um, no teams that really stand out, but just just kind of mediocre. I think Baltimore's better than a lot of teams in this tier. I, I had them at 15. That's fair. I think I, I think just all the injuries for them. Yeah, yeah. I think all the and injuries. Kinda, yeah, yeah. And I think your disrespect to Seattle is worth noting. <laughs> Listen, this team was very bad down the stretch. Their only win was Detroit, and they let up like 40 points to Detroit with Tim Boyle as a quarterback, I believe. I agree, but I think when they had Russell Wilson at the start of the year, they were in some very close games. I remember that Minnesota one. I feel like had Russell Wilson not gone down midway through the season, they would have had mild success with that roster. I agree if they had Russell Wilson, yeah. Close game against the Rams on Thursday night when Wilson got hurt. Agreed, but I mean, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. No, I agree with you, Dan. 
Didn't they Shout beat? Did they beat the Cardinals? Day. No, the it, last yeah, game? It, yeah. I was gonna say they beat. They put up fifty-one. Uh, obviously, Dan noted on Detroit. They won thirty-eight to thirty against Arizona in Week eighteen. They lost, and then they won Week thirteen against San Francisco and Week fourteen against Houston. They lost fifteen and sixteen against Los Angeles and Chicago, respectively. But four and two in their last six. Yeah, right, I think that's probably because I had them at eighteen. I was gonna say, am I high? Better than I thought, but still, I'm low on Seattle, and I'm fine with the rank. Oh, you know why I had them at 18? Because I really – Rashad Penny was yeah. – you want to talk about someone who was so good down the stretch. That was him. Last three games, uh, rushing yards, 135. Well, for the last five, listen to how many rushing yards he had. 135, 137, 170, 190. I mean, that to me, you know, I'd like to see him be the starting back. And I know I think Sean moved on from Chris Carson. I think they totally should uh, with the Wilson, Penny, Metcalf, Lockett, uh, Swain was pretty good. For Lockett them. down the stretch, big games too. 142, 115, 9, 98, 96. Um, no one else or nobody has anything else. The two questions I'll ask, it's going to be the same questions. Who's the most disappointing out of these teams I've highlighted? Um, and who's most likely to win the Super Bowl? Obviously, mine has to be Cleveland, my preseason pick to go to the Super Bowl for the AFC. Um, who could win the Super Bowl this year? Fuck, man. Um, Denver, if they got a quarterback, I think could do some serious damage, mostly if they got Aaron Rodgers. Anyone else I don't think is, is good enough. Um, a healthy Baltimore could definitely make a run. And I actually really like Minnesota if Rodgers is out of that division. I think they could coast to 12 wins easily and uh, and have a lot of momentum headed into the playoffs and make some sort of run. You never know. Um, for me, most likely to make the Super Bowl would be Baltimore. Uh, Lamar, Dobbins, Marcus Peters, Gus Edwards. They lost some more people. I mean, I just can't even name them all. Um, I think getting all those guys back would be huge for them. So it's got to be them. I mean, eight and two before at one point in the season. I mean, it, they just started losing close games, Harbaugh going for two. Um, so for me, that would be Baltimore. Um, and the most disappointing this year overall, I think you got, I think you probably got to make the Cleveland argument just with how good that Stefanski, uh, how good that first year was for him. And then last year was just a disaster. I mean, the defense, I think, was what really let them down. And props to you for going up, getting a couple good linebackers for them. So I would say Cleveland most disappointing. I think for me, it's got to be Baltimore for both. For me, I think just with Lamar in and out of the lineup, I mean, Huntley played really well, but that was a team that started off so strong. I think could have made it a nice push in the playoffs. But I think, you know, you get all those pieces back, Dobbins, Edwards, the, the guys on defense, and a full season of Lamar, I feel like they counter, you know, the Kansas Cities and the Buffaloes of the world really well by just running the ball, running the clock, keeping those guys on the bench. Um, so I think they have a real opportunity, should they make the playoffs next year, to go on a, a nifty little run. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have Baltimore for both. Um, team I was kind of high on coming into the year, I mean – Given the, uh, how competitive the AFC was, could absolutely see them making a run to the Super Bowl. And the same's going to go for next year. Um, they have some decent amount of cap space, but they do have to kind of save up for a Lamar Jackson extension, so they can't spend it all this year. Um, but, I mean, just getting healthy, I think, is number one for Baltimore. And 
they're going to be right in the mix uh, to get back or to get to the Super Bowl. So Baltimore for both in this category of teams. So, um, but the next section here. So coming in at 15, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, 14, Indianapolis Colts, 13, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, 12, Las Vegas Raiders, 11, Arizona Cardinals, 10, New England Patriots, uh, nine is the Dallas Cowboys, eight, the Tennessee Titans. Um, and I'll actually cut it off there. Um, these teams, um, obviously a lot of them wild card teams, um, those excluding the Chargers and Colts who missed out. Um, a lot of these teams honestly could have saw, uh, see them win the Super Bowl this year. Um, but I don't know, just kind of, eh, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just the tier behind the elite, right? Yeah. They're good teams and not great ones. Yeah, I had no I real issue with the order. It's fine. Sad that all, all three of our teams are in this tier and not the yeah. one above. <laughs> yeah, fucking really sucks ass. Imagine not being in that tier for the last twenty years either. That must really suck ass. Hey, the last five <laughs> the last five years we were in that very first tier we touched upon. So I I'm, I'll take where we are. <laughs> I feel like my team has been in that top tier, in that bottom tier a lot. Just like. Every other year, dude. Every other year, it's just up and down, up and down. It's very stressful. Um, Looks like you're back to the shitter next year, Dan. <sighs> oh, not if we get a quarterback, man. We have some cap space. We're fine. Or maybe um, I feel like they need another receiver. You will see what my plans are in the sim. You will see. Um, well, you got to think draft. Maybe uh, an Ohio State receiver, perhaps. Not going to say anything because my draft – Plans directly affect one member here, so I'm gonna keep. Well, secret. I would say, Dan, that I know you better. I've been <laughs> waiting, Dan. <laughs> well, I know wait. you. We had this debate once. Uh, I remember. I I thought Wilson was wide receiver one, and I you uh, I if I remember, you had Olave one, and I would assume if Olave is there for you, you'll take him anyway. I will say this is not my draft strategy, but Wilson has become my wide receiver one. So he did some also, more digging. He's also on my board, and I pick one in front of you, buddy. <laughs> oh, so this is what he's referencing with the yeah. yeah. Um, so to get back to the, these teams here, uh, my two questions: Who is the most surprising, and who is most likely to end up in the bottom twenty-four? So that dumpster fire tier. Uh, most surprising, I'd probably go with the Eagles. Uh, I don't think any of us had them in the playoffs. Um, and they played well, especially down the stretch. Run game got going. Hertz started to figure things out a little bit here and there. Um, who could be in the dumpster? Definitely Vegas. Uh, Vegas would probably have to be my pick. The car, if they move on from car and they don't have a competent replacement, I think that could get ugly. I'm not super confident in uh, McDaniel's ability as a head coach. Um, so Vegas would probably be my answer. Um, my most disappointing team out of this list. Most, no, it's the oh. most surprising. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, most surprising team. Um, I'd probably say Philly as well, just because I did not. I thought they'd be kind of bad this year. Um, and most likely to win the Super Bowl, 
next, I'd probably have to say. No, no, no. This is not the question the either. <laughs> Holy fuck! Did you listen to him? <laughs> but most likely to be, be in the, in the bottom. bottom tier. Okay, sorry. I, you know, I just oh, clearly had a, some sort of malfunction, as we know that happens sometimes with me. Um, I don't know. I don't trust Arizona really to stay high. Um, to be honest with you, I just am really concerned with uh, Kyler. I don't know what's going on with him lately. Uh, the defense really looked vulnerable towards the end of the year after it had a strong start. I just think there's a lot of drama going on in Arizona that I think could really cost them. And it's a tough division too. And if Seattle's got Russell Wilson healthy, I think Arizona has the potential to finish last in their division next year. Um, so I'd probably say that honestly. Yeah, I think, I think my most surprising team probably has to be Vegas. I, they were fourth in my division prediction uh, behind Denver. And they just found a way to win games, uh, especially down the stretch when Basaccia took over, um, squeaked into the playoffs, nearly won that game against the Bengals. I mean, what would have happened then? You know, Bengals don't make the Super Bowl. Um, and Evan, I think I have to agree with you, honestly, that the, the rumors around Arizona right now, should they lose Kyler Murray? I mean, they're fucked. Like, they have no one. I think same for Philly. If Philly doesn't find an upgrade, maybe them as well. Even Indy, uh, if they don't land anyone well, good, and they roll with Ellinger, I could see a, a, a poor season ahead for them. But I think Arizona without Kyler Murray is a scary thought for, for Cardinals fans right now. I'll tell you what, in the sim, I have fielded calls about Murray. And I'm not moving him. Yeah, pick uh, up the damn phone, you bitch. No, the phone will not. I I said I'd entertain offers, but the offers I made you I received, a lucrative, a lucrative offer for you. Can him. we hear what the offer was? We'll, we'll get into sim talk after. Yeah, so we'll we'll get into that in a second. No, but, I'm dropping it now. I'm dropping it now. Okay. Um, I I believe it was I believe it was Darnold McCaffrey and like two firsts and another pick for Murray. <laughs> yes. Cleveland called. We didn't get very far. <laughs> No, no, he didn't. Or um, fucking Baker. Well, I said, would you be interested in a deal that included Baker? And the answer was no. And that's no. as far as talks went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very quick conversation. The, I think that's probably the problem with the, the whole Panthers Cardinals negotiations. That's Darnold. I can't, he's $16 million. I'm not taking that. Anyway. Uh, my most surprising here was the Raiders. I really thought the Raiders were going to be terrible. And then just all the t- turmoil and adversity that they went through to still make the playoffs, just very surprising, uh, very in- like inspiring. Um, so I'd have to go with the Raiders for that. And most likely to be in the bottom 24 is going to be the Raiders. Um, really, it's not a talented roster. So if they had, if they're not, if they're not going to have that fight that they kind of did and can't overcome adversity, which they probably could, but I mean, it's a new head coach, probably going to be a new roster. Um, there's not a lot of talent here. So I could absolutely see them finishing in the bottom 24 and Josh McDaniels track record as a head coach, not the greatest. He's obviously got a lot more experience his second time in new England, but uh, that's to be seen. So, uh, so now we go to this top tier, it seems um, it's going to be the Tennessee Titans at Eight, nope, I did that already. The Green Bay Packers at seven, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six, the San Francisco 49ers at five, the Buffalo Bills at four, the Kansas City Chiefs at three, the Cincinnati Bengals at two, and the Los Angeles Rams at one. Um, I honestly have no 
but like I'm okay with this ranking. I, I think this is how it should be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Even though I do have Tampa Bay at five and San Francisco at six. But I have I'm, Tampa I'm okay Bay at five that. as well, Dan. San I'm Francisco at six. So I mean I have I have it perfect, clearly. <laughs> so does you know what, Newman? It really <laughs> no, falls off know. after ten for you. Fuck. Actually eleven. So for this. The questions will stand. Who's the most surprising, which this may be hard to find a surprising team. Well, actually, no, it's not. Um, yeah. But then who's most likely to finish in the bottom 15? Because I think it would be very hard for any of these teams to finish in the bottom 24. Yeah, it's got to be Cincinnati as the most surprising. Uh, if there were a team, it would have to be Green Bay, depending on how the Rodgers. Oh, no, I mean, Tampa, Tampa. What am I saying? Tampa. Tom Brady's gone. They're, they're not good anymore. Tampa Bay is my answer. Um, <laughs> so I look at this. I say, obviously, Cincinnati. But, um, team most likely to finish bottom 15. I'd honestly probably say San Francisco, uh, to be honest with you, because obviously at one point earlier this year, they were, what, three and five, three and six? Like, yeah. And obviously, like I noted, like this division is so confusing now because we don't know what the Rams are going to look like next year. Seattle gets back Russell Wilson. We'll see what they do uh, with the draft and free agency. Uh, Arizona, like they're just such a wild card. So like for me, San Francisco, like could place fourth. Like all those teams could place fourth for me next year. So I would have to say San Francisco. I still think it's an easy division for Tampa Bay. Their defense is too good. Green Bay, I don't know. People think he'll stay. I don't know. So, San Francisco. Yeah, that's not a bad take. I uh, definitely Cincinnati for most surprising. Uh, and low-key, it could be Cincinnati that drops into the bottom 15. I just feel like when Lamar's mm. back and Baltimore is, you know, running that division again, we'll see what Pittsburgh does. I feel like they'll probably be at the bottom of the division. But, I mean, the Browns, if the Browns find a way to revamp that, that, uh, that offense and defense, I feel like they have a good shot to maybe compete again as they did two years ago. I do like San Francisco and then either Tampa Bay or Green Bay, depending on how their quarterback situation unfolds. But I think Cincinnati could find themselves in, in the bottom half. Completely possible. Um, if their GM does what I did, uh, I see no way that they finish in the bottom 15. But. Uh, we'll get into that for this pod. My most surprising is definitely Cincy. Um, I thought this team was going to like win four games. And here they are in the Super Bowl, uh, basically one drive away, possibly one penalty flag away from winning the Super Bowl. So uh, hats off to them. Um, but for my most likely bottom 15, um, my answer vaguely will be an NFC team because I, I feel like the, the Niners – the Bucs and the Packers, it's all a question mark for quarterback. The Rams are excluded, obviously, with Stafford still going to be there. But, like, no idea what the future is with Aaron Rodgers. Brady retired, and no idea what's going on in San Fran. At first, it was Jimmy's being traded for a first. Now, Trey Lance isn't ready. So, I'd probably have to go with the Niners. Um, I just think if they do get rid of Jimmy, I, I don't think Trey Lance is ready. Um we're starting to see a lot of reports saying even players think that he's not ready. So I I'd have to go with the Niners finishing in the bottom 15. Uh, I, I respect Kyle Shanahan like crazy. Um, but I mean, you try and make a run at the Super Bowl twice in three years, you make it once you lose, you make it to the NFC championship game, you lose. It's just a lot to 
consistently keep trying to go back. Obviously, New England did it for 20 years, but not every team can do that. It's just hard to do. So I'd have to go with San Fran. With San Francisco, real quick, uh, two things. One, you brought up like players. Like, there's now like reports of that. I think people like the players just want Jimmy to stay. Like, that's been my impression. I think the players actually like really like him yeah. and they want him as the quarterback, like for the foreseeable future. And then my second point on San Francisco is like, obviously, they have the third pick in that draft. And like, who knows, like, if they didn't take a quarterback, but like, they could have gotten somebody that wasn't Trey Lance. That's why I kind of criticized the pick. It could have been Micah Parsons. It could have been could somebody have been on the defensive end or, or or really anywhere. That could have helped them win a Super Bowl. And that was why I didn't like the pick. And um, just imagine, though, if, if they had done that. I, I don't know. Maybe it's someone that helps them get over the hump, and maybe they do win the Super Bowl. I don't know. But their third overall pick was not playing in the game. In the NFC well, Championship game. So as the as the Niners GM in our sim, I have moved on for Jimmy G, but I am I have made an offer to a, a, a very capable quarterback that I think could take on the reins for next year. Dan, do not laugh. I think he has a great shot. It's so funny because oh. I know who this guy is. It's just funny. I'll tell I'll tell them. It's Mitchell Trubisky. I think he could hold down the fort for a year. Oh, maybe. I don't think it's the most outrageous thing I've ever heard. I'd play Lance over him. Yeah, probably. Well, I I, I might would just anyway. get Lance experience. Like that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm bringing him in. You know, I need. I wouldn't have moved on from Jimmy though. I did. They have no cap. I needed to do something. That's I another piece of the that. puzzle. He is twenty-seven million dollars. Yeah, twenty-four point four for me. Newman's paying you. some of it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Got three million bonuses. Um, quickly, I just want to say this. I had this as part of as part of the old agenda on the spot, way too early Super Bowl matchup for next year. Buffalo. Uh, fuck. <laughs> you know the NFC is trash. Buffalo, San Francisco. Oh. I'm going to go. Mm, I'm going to go Cincinnati, Dallas. Whoa. I'm going to go with Kansas City and fucking probably the Rams. Let's see the Rams back in there. That's the matchup everyone wanted anyway. I just love that Evan had a whole season to learn his lesson. And he still picks the Cowboys. <laughs> um, my, matchup, my matchup is going to be the Green Bay Packers, assuming Aaron Rodgers stays, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, Whoa. baby. Whoa. Just wait till we don't Shit. sign any players wow. in free agency. You'll rethink that. Oh, yeah. If you're going at the rate that you're going, then no. Bro, I have a great player coming to me tonight. Don't worry about it. You watch. He's going to he's gonna do the, uh, oh, I'm mulling all offers for one day. Well, no one Tyrone, else is going to offer. Tyrone Matthew, maybe? I feel like it would probably be uh, J.C. Jackson for Newman, though. Probably. Well, we can get I, into the uh, sim talk. Yeah. I have plans to address the cornerback position and through the draft. So we'll see. All right. It's a rumor. Uh, oh, Dan, I actually have a question. Is there a uh, is there a draft order that's made up? I'd like to know when I'm picking. There is a I've acquired so many higher draft order tab that I spent like an hour creating. <laughs> okay. Well, I just I haven't found it in the other 50 fucking tabs. There's so many. <laughs> It's it literally, it goes calendar, top free agents, restricted free agents, which you guys can offer. Like, you can give an offer to these guys. 
uh, salary cap tab, trade block tab, which is really just a trade history tab, and then draft order. Gotcha. That's how in-depth we get around here. I just wasn't sure if it was updated. I have a million first-round picks. If any of you offer Jalen Guyton, I will kill you (laughs) because he's in the first (laughs) RFA. Oh, I Um, might. So I kind of forget what we left off with last episode in talking, but I guess we could just kind of summarize the top free agent signings. Yeah. Yes. All right. So first at midnight, as soon as free agency opened, I, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, offered Derek Carr a three-year, $96 million deal, which he happily accepted. Um, I'm very happy by this. Uh, I'm really I was confused of what to do with Carson Wentz. And then he gets released by green Bay after the Rogers trade. And it just felt perfect. And then I call up Frank somehow he will give me a second round pick. Here we are. Derek Carr is an Indianapolis Colt. Absolutely love the signing. That was such a questionable move by Frank. Yeah. Wentz. I mean, yeah. What, if you knew, I said this last time, if you knew he was going to cut him, why'd you spend the pick to get him? It made no sense. Listen, <laughs> Frank is slightly just he's like a day behind everybody when it comes to this right now <laughs> he's just catching up now i so. oh i heard oh i i'm well it obviously didn't work out this way but i heard that you had to call the rams to maybe you know flirt obj's name uh, to, to tell him to make an offer because i made an offer for obj and i, I thought i was gonna get him and um no frankie was tipped off by the league which you know what I get it. Frankie's a day It's behind. a corrupt NFL. I'm getting <laughs> stripped of draft picks. Again, other GMs are getting fucking help. I mean, what is this? I mean, what is this? So no text was actually made to Frank. So your claim is baseless. The text was oh, made to my co-commissioner. That was what I had heard on the microphone last night from my good friend, uh, GM Newman. He didn't even he didn't even offer him. That's the funny part. Yeah. Well, okay. So oh, Frank, as the Rams, kid. only has a million dollars in cap space. Yeah, I imagine um, there wasn't much to work with. So Frank is going to struggle to get the 75 players. Uh, he's reluctant to, you know, create cap space. So <laughs> just going to sit be- there for now, but yeah, that's, that's funny. No call was made. So your, your claim that Roger Goodell also known as Dan Hayes <laughs> is, is just baseless. They call it fake news. Also known as young Stalin. <laughs> also known as Stalin. Jimmy G. Which he's, 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 shaped, he's shaping out to be a young Stalin with this corrupt behavior. <laughs> well, with the amount of money I'm, we're dishing out here. I don't think I'd be a communist. So, um, yeah, honestly. So the next big signing we have here is Ryan Jensen, uh, the Pro Bowl center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I was very nervous about this because my friend Evan also offered, but he did not offer even over his asking price like I did at three years, eleven mil. I gave him twelve mil. Evan gave him ten mil. So it was very easy for him to come to Cincinnati. Cheap bastard. <laughs> what are you doing in Jacksonville? They're clowning you. Sean Khan, that backup to no good. <laughs> um, the next big oh, signing yeah. here, uh, a notable signing is Cedric Wilson uh, to the Browns. Three years. I like this mil. a lot. I know. <laughs> I, it's just a lot. It's a lot of money for Cedric Wilson, I, I think. Well, his asking price was 6.7, and, and I heard on the grapevine that Dan was the one who set these values for these guys. I think some of these asking prices are just fucking outrageous. <laughs> I did not set these. A website I, I set this. 
Yeah, that's true. I have no, not offered that one is player cap. over what he's asking. That's not true, Dan. I where does it say Nwosu is worth twelve mil? <laughs> he's worth eight. <laughs> Newman had an issue with Kaiser White at eleven. I'm trying to sign him at a proper price right now. <laughs> if I swear to God, if Telesco dishes out twelve mil for Nwosu, I'll shoot him. And young <laughs> Joe Stalin may have tinkered with some certain players based upon how the market was looking. So. Fuck you! You just screwed my team. Yeah. Over. Oh, and M- MVS eight point seven a year. Get oh, the that's fuck not me. Out that's here. not. That's not me. That's that's the that's, that's over the cap. Say. That's not. Yeah, if that guy, if that guy trash. gets more than five, I'll be fucking starstruck. I'll MVS has an offer from somebody right now. I'll just say that. Does he? Well, I like Cedric Wilson to Cleveland a lot. I released uh, Jarvis Landry, oh, and I'm hoping to sign another bigger name wide receiver uh, in the early AM hours tomorrow. Um, uh, in the witching hours, in the hours, one might say. Uh, Cleveland was interested in Michael Gallup. They backed out of that, chasing bigger names here. I, I won't spill who, but many of you can gather based on who's left who that might be. Uh, and if anybody makes a bid on him, uh, I'd expect the head of the league to let me know so I can make an adjustment if needed. Uh, no. Oh, that's just <laughs> corrupt. Even Madden will let me know. Shows me. I'm, yeah, I'm because second. you're the last one to offer. That's always. why Madden shows you. Always. I'm always the last one to offer. Yeah, see, we tried to not have the whole uh, knowing so you could just like slightly one up, even though with the algorithm, algorithm doesn't really matter. That's but, why um, I you, I'll up Jones. a mil. I don't, I'll up a mil on that oh. guy if I have to per okay. year. I'll keep it in mind. I'll even um, go too. I think I have it. So fuck you, okay. Newman. There's currently only one team interested, and that's you. So you're good for now. Good. Um, another big signing for Cleveland was Leighton Vander Ash, four years, 32 mil. Um, and Preston Smith. And Preston and Smith, Preston even Smith. though it. So one note, Colin, I don't think knows the difference between a three-four and a four-three defense. So he's going to be playing defensive <laughs> end because he's a rush outside linebacker, not like a four-three <laughs> outside linebacker. So in my world, in my world, he's playing where he belongs. I, I mean, I don't trust me. I wasn't looking at the goddamn playbook when I was making offers. <laughs> well, you might as well know the scheme fit before you sign an outside linebacker to stick in a four three. Yeah, when well, I have you to can put move in him to the defensive end. Well, I know I put him in the mat and rush off the edge position. before anyways. So I, I think yeah. he'll be fine. I think he's a good fit opposite Garrett. He like really it doesn't matter where he's rushing from because two guys are going to be covering Garrett at all times. So oh no, I agree. It's just funny, and uh, I like Van Der Esch too. They need a tackling linebacker to man the middle, and and I think he, uh, he, he yeah he rebuilt he re- rebuilt his value this year with Dallas. So. I like what Cleveland's doing. I just find it funny because uh, we had the whole Marcus Davenport trade, and yeah. you're putting uh, a four three defensive end at three four outside linebacker. Okay. I don't give a fuck about the scheme. <laughs> it's an imperfect world. We're living in it, baby. Dan, you also glossed over my Michael Badgley signing. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> got sorry. Myself, you're $800,000. Got myself a kicker. I, I will say all my punter slots are wide open for all those guys I'm looking at in the draft. <laughs> Newman's, I'm just saying, it's going to happen. He's going to take the punter in the fourth round. It's going to happen. Yeah, he probably will. San Diego State, baby. They even happened in the third, so it's not. The Chargers punter is wide open. (laughs) Um, another big signing here. We have at this point, this is when the huge signings start to take place. So I'll kind of just rattle them, rattle them off, rattle them off. 
Um, so we have Marcus Williams, the Saints, or the safety for the Saints, going to Detroit, five years, 72.5 million. Uh, Chandler Jones is going back to the Cardinals, uh, three years, 47 million. Uh, Devontae Adams declines more money from the Miami Dolphins to go to the Las Vegas Raiders, five years, $137.5 million. I had a feeling um, that I could offer him less if it meant playing with Rodgers again. That had no impact. You just I was going to say, that's not in the algorithm, but it's just oh. funny how it works. It should have been in the algorithm. You know, it I was thinking been. that today. Was, it probably should have been. Two but... Rodgers. If I got gypped on that, oh, I would have called the league office. <laughs> <laughs> the league would not pick up the phone. But um, another big signing, Chris Godwin, going to the Bears, five years, $86 million. Um we already covered Preston Smith. Jameis Winston is going to the Dolphins. Um, <laughs> Dal- the, the Dolphins are interesting. They're throwing just money at everybody and hoping somebody signs. I've made a call to uh, to Miami to check on the availability of my favorite lefty quarterback to a tag of Iloa. What's the uh, What's the update on that? No response. Rudd appears to be busy. Mm, <laughs> interesting. Uh, I, I do think it is funny because we had him on this pod around week one, week two, before maybe before week one, and it, he really sounded like a Tua believer. So I don't know what happened over the course of the year. A Tua lever, if you will. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm not sure what happens to to that because now apparently the GM doesn't believe in him that he dish eight mil to a backup quarterback, which I think is preposterous. <laughs> Big words. Big words. Uh, just looking here, a lot of small signings. But then Evan Ingram is going to the Houston Texans, four years, $24 million. Not I love that. Big, a lot of years. Give uh, Davis Mills an athletic tight end. I actually like what I'm doing with Houston. I know I've caught some flack for the potential scheme fit of Marcus Davenport. Oh. But, hey, guy had, what, 12 sacks last year. I added Iadonis, uh, brought back. Uh, Gruger Hill, who was phenomenal for them last year, oh, yeah. resigned Justin Reed, um, Raheem Mostert, signed Mostert. I'm working on a wide receiver there. I missed out on uh, who did I miss? Landry. Out? Jarvis Landry, yeah. Um, but I, I like what I've done with Houston. I think they would be respectable in real life. A mystery. I agree. Um, I think you've done pretty well for Houston, even though I gave. And you I have three game. first rounders, so you do. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, we also have Stefan Gilmore going to the Cincinnati Bengals. The spending doesn't stop. We're just printing money here in Cincy. Um, Strange, since it's a very poor city. I, man, they got a lot of rookie contracts. That's all I'm about. Um, that's one year, $13.5 million. Uh, so he's taking a slight pay cut under his market value. We have Charvarius Ward, the guy that got absolutely toasted by Jamar Chase in the regular season. Going to the Jets, four years, $39.6 million. This is such a classic Frank move. Yep. Yep. He he really embodies the Jets franchise. (laughs) A Woody Uh, Johnson 2.0, if you will. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, And lastly here, we have the Dolphins signing Anthony Barr, three years, 18 mil. And we also have the Chiefs signing Eric Flowers, three years, 21.6 mil. I cut that piece of shit. <laughs> and who the is don't need him? any offensive well, line? They are losing somebody. Well, I, I brought Sheriff back, and we'll figure it out. I got some draft picks in Washington, but uh, they're, they're a little cap-strapped. 
Jimmy Garoppolo is a big old hit to the books. Worth it though. I who was who's that wide receiver that I tried to bring in there? Oh, I did. Jacoby Myers. So Samuel Myers, Myers and McLaurin so, with Logan Thomas I, and Antonio Gibson. Yeah. I added Boston Scott as well. I like that offense a lot. And just so we know, kind of like for next week, uh, maybe say some of the guys who will be making decisions uh, maybe within the next, I don't know. I was about to. 12, 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. So within the next hour, you're going to be hearing about Tyron Mathieu. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you being serious? In the next hour? Yeah. <laughs> His name, dude. Mathieu? Matthew, yeah, whatever. Lou Mathu. Is that Lou Mathu? Uh, let's see. Sounds like a fucking virus. <laughs> let's see. Gasicki, though, he's in there. So Gasicki, Jabril Peppers, DJ Reed, Morgan Moses, Patrick Peterson, James Daniels are all going to be tonight. Actually, James Daniels will be bright and early in the morning at 4 a.m. Uh, if you <laughs> offer early off. enough, if you offer early enough in the morning, you could really get away with an offer. Who was that, you? Uh, no. Derek Carr was strategic being at midnight. Yeah. Even though smart. no one had the money to pay for him. Um, tomorrow we'll get Gallup. Tomorrow we'll get JC Jackson. Big one. Um, Allen Robinson tomorrow. Allen Robinson tomorrow. Orlando Brown tomorrow. Carlton Davis tomorrow. And that for notable guys, I mean, there's some names people would know, but those are the big guys. I'm excited, then, gentlemen. It's been a uh, – oh, Jordan Whitehead's tomorrow. Jordan Whitehead yes. is tomorrow. Looks like he's got a couple offers. Yeah, he might be losing one. I'm kind of insulted I offered him good money. <laughs> well, I'll have he a story for you off. off the pod about that. So, All can right. we – I mean, is the rumor mill active? Do we know what teams are interested in J.C. Jackson? I'm just curious. I will not – Yeah, I think we can that. say. No, oh, you think say. we can say that? Yeah, we could. say It's it. not them. It's us. Oh, I'm not, not going to go in on it with any of my teams. So, so we have currently the Detroit Lions, the Baltimore Ravens, and the San Francisco 49ers. Wow. The Detroit Lions can fuck off with all this defensive spending. Who Who is Detroit, Dan? It's Dan. Dan. Uh, Williams, what are you doing for that offense? I mean, that's it's a high school um, offense. Let's see. We have Jared Goff at quarterback. We have DeAndre Swift. Are you the back. other motherfucker in on Gallup, or were? Was we it are the other motherfucker in on Gallup? Ah, <laughs> look at me putting two and two together. You good thing we, you can have them. Yeah. Um, we have T.J. Hawkinson, uh, and the offensive line is fine. So. Yeah. And we have the draft to work with, which trying to get to work on some things there, but to be oh, seen. Oh, yes. The Jaguars, while we're on the draft, the Jaguars have decided who they're taking at one. So Houston looking to shop two. If anyone's interested. You don't have two. You have three. Oh, who has two? <laughs> me. Oh, fuck me. I guess I'll keep three since I probably won't get who I want. Colin, if you're if you're ever confused, you can always look at the draft or a tab on the Excel How about you just fuck right <laughs> off? Well, we just had an offer pulled, so. I'm doing shit, Dan. <laughs> oh, what the hell is going on? I just pulled my offer on Kaiser White because I, I saw another name that piqued my interest. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I think we could wrap up the yeah. podcast. So. Yeah. Good pod today, fellas. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. All right. Oh, yeah. Peace. Peace.
Put your tears away Ain't no fear today You can drive off towards that summertime sunset Sweat you ain't done yet Take the keys, leave the regrets Write your letters, place your bets I'll be the one who accepts Keep the castle light.